What's up, guys? This is Johnny and a new episode of Taco Talk. I know you haven't heard Taco Talk in a while. Uh, we've been doing focusing on interviews with musicians, but today is a very important subject. I have a true sister of Christ, a very good friend of mine, Trudy Hankins, and uh, she will be discussing the oppositions of the misinformation of women empowerment over women in leadership. So sit back, relax, and let me hit the intro. This is the Johnny Taco Podcast. All right, we're back. What's up, Trudy? Hey, hey. Uh, first of all, before we get into this, um, it's a very controversial subject, and I didn't want to have two guys talk about it, so I'd rather have an expert. Right. Someone has the chromosomes, you know, <laughs> that, that really talk about it. I wanted to talk about it, but, you know, I'm going to have so much hate mail saying, you're a man, you don't understand, and I'm like, uh, I have a wife, I pretty much understand a lot, <laughs> but... Uh, but before we get into the show, I just want to uh, reach out to the Ukrainians over there during the war with uh, with Russia. I, I pray that, you know, peace will, will come soon because there's so many casualties, civilian casualties. And there was a, actually a story. Um, there was a couple, a young couple that wanted to get married. And they were supposed to get married after the invasion happened. It was said on there. But they, they wanted to do everything right under God, so they ended up being married during the invasion. And right after the marriage, their honeymoon was going to pick up guns for the for the Army troop. Man, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? It is very heartbreaking. And, you know, I never thought I would actually see an, an invasion in my lifetime. I've seen I, – I lived through the Gulf War. I lived through 9-11 – and all this stuff, but actual seeing two civilized countries having war and there's there's fear of nuclear uh, nuclear holocaust. You know, he, uh, Putin had yelled out, you know, if you don't if you intervene, you'll you'll see a a a, a thing that I've never seen before, like a, a pain and and all that that you've never seen before. And he was, you know saying that he's got nuclear weapons, he's, he's going to use them if people don't inter, uh, people intervene in that, that that conflict. So, you know, I can understand people backing off because he does have nuclear weapons, and I've seen what could happen with uh, Hiroshima and all that if someone shoots, uh, let's go of a nuclear weapon. So, yeah. so I just wanted to um, let people know, please pray. Uh, pray for Ukrainians uh, that this war will stop and God will intervene and bring peace upon uh, that that country. Okay, on a lighter thing, let's talk about women's uh, women's empowerment versus women's leadership. Sure, you, you like that segue? Yeah, it was it was smooth. I know, super uh, smooth. Yeah. It's like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. All yeah. right. So. 
uh, let you know a little little something about how I know Miss Trudy. Uh, she is a music director at Covenant Life Church. She is a pastor. Uh, she is a business owner. She's uh, she's the one that empties my wife's bank account every time she goes to her shop, which is Confidence Shop. And if you listen to a lot of my uh, podcast, I always plug your shop in yeah. because we we've been we've been good friends for at least three years yeah, now. Please, so yeah. uh, she's a she's a great woman. She's a great woman of God. Uh, she's very caring. Um, she's also a very blunt person so you know if you if you want to know the truth about stuff about anything she's going to tell you yeah you might not like it (laughs) but you asked for it right so let's talk about this little thing uh because we talked about it uh briefly a couple weeks ago yeah about uh your partake on uh women leadership and and women um versus women's empowerment so what what uh tell me a little something about that well you know i just um i just you know as but well first off here let me gather my thoughts so (laughs) as a believer i um i just have a real concern that that somewhere in this transition or this mix of um empowering women to follow the the call of God on their lives that there's this really fine line that crosses over and suddenly it becomes that women um, have been empowered to take over the world and to do everything that a man can do and some of these kinds of things that you know we can talk about more but you just you end up crossing this really fine line and you're no longer talking about just empowering a human and how they were designed by God and you turn into you're just absolutely pushing an agenda that's leading to I mean it's just not biblical so you're saying there is a strict differences between following the leadership roles that God had given woman as uh, then women empowerment where they say we do not need a man we can do equal things as men do um, but there's there's not only in God's Bible, you know, uh, you also see scientific differences that make a man and woman different. And I might step on some toes, but I, I you know, a man and a woman to me is a man and a woman. You have uh, man parts and things I don't want to get into. It's a family show. Um, and then you have, you know, ladies. And then there's roles and lady, ladies and for nurturing and and, um, you know, giving birth and nurturing and being more of that, of that kind of a leader. And then usually men are the ones that the hunters, um, the, the scavengers, the, the, the kind of people that are far away from the house to do whatever they need to do to, uh, make sure that the, the family's intact. But we're coming into 2020 where, well, 2022, where, all this stuff is being blurred because of media and because of these these movements and um, because of the activists and all that. What do you uh, partake in in this? Uh, how do you uh, reach out and try to help these uh, women know that there's a difference between that and that there is a 
there's actually a line where you can't really cross because of genetics or, uh, you know, the most important, it's not God's uh, commands. Yeah. So let's just back up to kind of how you worded it. Um, we're like, there's a difference between the women who are nurturing and the men who are um, hunters. So, you know, like when you, when you move into that black and white world, you know, like it, the, the concept that I feel like the women empowerment people are fighting is that, oh, well, you're saying a woman can't be a hunter. That's not true. Well, it, Correct. In a black and white world, that is not true. I, I know how to hunt. I know how to shoot a gun. I have done that in my life. I'm not opposed to women hunting. That is not the point. And see, that that's what like people get zoned in on things that are not the point. You know, we're talking about a, conce- a, a conceptual viewpoint. You know, like what's the concept here? And the concept is, is that God designed females to be different than men. And on the opposing viewpoint, he designed men to be different than women. I mean, it's it's the way he made it. And so just because a woman is more nurturing than a man, it doesn't mean that a man can't be nurturing. And just because a man is more of the hunter type than a woman, it doesn't mean that a woman can't be a hunter type. You know, it, it's not a black and white world. God created us as humans, and we were created to be... Um, for the for the two to become one and make a whole. So it's very obvious to me, I mean, maybe not to other people, but to me, it's incredibly obvious that the man completes the woman and the woman completes the man. And without the other, you're empty. Yeah, I totally agree with that because there, there was times where I felt incomplete and all the the stuff I could not do that that um my wife can do and we we make this one big unit and you know that's it's just what i see today in society how women are saying that we that they do not need men that that they're they're self-sufficient they're they want to they want to take over the roles of being a man and a woman at the same time pushing away a man's value and i'm not saying that all men are you know, perfect that we're, we're supposed to be, we all have our flaws, you know, we're, we're men and we're human. Uh, but where am I going with this? Okay. I kind of took a veer to the left a little bit, but uh, so, so you, you say that it's okay, you know, for women that, that are hunter type, you, you can do the hunt, hunting and all that. But what, what do you mean? Like, um, still, still hold a, kind of a hierarchy in the family is that what you mean like you you still can be this like you're you're a powerful woman you know you yeah you uh you have all these hats you wear right i, I like hats so i had to see you know, see i put that in there. i like hats too yeah so you 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 have all these hats you carry but you still maintain the roles of the wife at the house yeah absolutely so let, let's talk about a couple that i know and um, they live here in my my local town and they are actually doing what most people don't do. She is the breadwinner, and he stays home with the kids. He takes the kids to school. He picks the kids up from school. He calls the babysitters so that he can go do things, and she's going off to work. So a lot of people are like, oh, women empowerment, like that's the bomb. And, like, I am not at all opposed to what they're doing. It's totally working for them. They live a happy, healthy life. They have a happy, healthy marriage. They have happy, healthy children. It. Again, it's about the concept. Like if you go into that home, you can see where 
he's still the priest of his home. It doesn't matter that he's fulfilling a stereotype, a stereotype of a role. You know, the women staying at home is stereotyping. Men only going to work is stereotyping. Men being hunters is stereotyping. And so it's women empowerment has absolutely nothing to do with stereotyping. Women empowerment where there where it's this motive of taking over the world, that has to do with going against the way the Bible has things set up. The way God, I mean, let, I mean we can't forget the Bible because the Bible is God's mm-hmm. word, but it's it's not just about what does the Bible say. It's the, it's about the way God designed the world. And God designed the world for the man to be the priest of his home and the woman to be shall I say the neck that turns the head. You know, it it's just the way it's made. And it's not about me allowing my husband to walk all over me, but it's about me completing him and him completing me. That's awesome. See, um back in um back before the whole women's empowerment movement, there there was that stereotype, you know, woman stays home, cleans, cooks, uh, makes dinners and all that, and a right. man goes to work. Um, you know, my, my wife actually makes way much more money than I do. To me, you know, I I was kind of wired that a man's supposed to, uh, you know, be the one taking care of all the bills, taking care of everything, because my previous marriage, I was married one time or two times before. Oh no, I'm 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 the bane of the universe. No, um, before those those two, I was always the man who made the money, worked the extra jobs, worked the two jobs. That was how I was wired in there. But I'm just now trying to realize, yeah, she still looks up to me and, you know, ask my opinion and and um, see if, you know, if this is the right thing to do or, or what. But she does make a significant amount of money to, to and it's it's for the family. She has uh, she's trying to instill it in me because I've always had separate money from everybody. Yeah. Or if I did put money together, it'd be taken away. But um, she always runs it through me first and said, "Hey, I'm gonna buy this uh, item for the house, or no, except for clothes. I guess clothes is <laughs> is is not a um, asking, you know. Even though it is uh, overflowing in the closet, <laughs> confidence shop, confidence <laughs> shop. Uh, so with with that." in mind the uh, women empowerment is you know i'm a woman hear me roar i can you know take like you said take over the world uh, um but what do you mean that um by biblical can you explain what the biblical um ways of a man and a woman um what you were talking about yeah, I mean, it's it's super simple. I mean, the the man was designed to be the priest of his home. And so, you know, and of course, we're, and we're not talking about all of the exceptions, okay? There's always exceptions to everything. And today, we're not. I'm not talking about any of the exceptions. I'm talking about the original design and, you know, like this is where it started. And so where it started is he created Adam and then he created Eve and he pulled a, a rib from Adam to create Eve. And she was to be his help me. I mean, that's the very, very beginning of how God designed the world. And Adam and Eve ruled the garden together as a couple. And when it came down to it, and unfortunately, I mean, I hate to say this, but stinking Eve, 
I mean, she was like, oh, come on, Adam, just go ahead and take a bite. I mean, she manipulated him. Now, I can also fault Adam, like, dude, you, you were supposed to be the head of this thing. Why did you not stand up to her? Why did you bow to her manipulations and, eat, and take a bite of the apple? You know, so between the two of them, they made a mess out of everything. And now here you and I are talking today <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> because that original design of Adam leading his family and being over his home got messed up over an apple and manipulation because Eve decided that she wanted to know everything because she listened to all of the drama trauma that she was being fed by the snake and she bought into it. And she's like, Oh, that'd be great if we could just take over the world again. It's like, if you can like hear all of that, it's like the very same thing that happened in the garden of Eve is happening today. Oh, a female gets it in her head that I don't need a man. I don't need anybody to complete me. I can do everything and I'm equal. Now, I'm not saying that women shouldn't be paid the same thing that men are paid for doing the same job. We're not talking about that kind of stuff. They obviously should. That's common sense. It shouldn't even be a discussion. Like, I don't know why people, like, it shouldn't even be a discussion. It's a duh factor. (laughs) If you're doing the same job, you should get the same pay, period. End of the day. So, like, that kind of stuff is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a woman literally removing the man and filling his position. It's just not how it, it, it's not the way it should be. My husband is not an entrepreneur. I'm totally an entrepreneur. My business is my business. And it's not because, and by business, I mean my, my shop, my, my boutique. It's my business. It's not our business. It's mine. Mm-hmm. And that's an agreement that he and I have because he runs business very, very different than me. And ultimately we just end up in a tiz over it because I'm a high risk, high aggressive, high push, and he's super stable, very conservative. (laughs) And so we end up fighting over the business. And so what we, what we came to agree is that it's my business and I just don't ask him. And it's not because I'm in rebellion to him. It's because I'm in submission to him. And it's because I want a happy, healthy marriage. He wants a happy, healthy marriage. So he has said, you know what, Trudy, I trust you. You do your thing. Yeah. And people get the uh, submission part. Uh, they they don't really see the actual, what it really means. Um, I've, I've talked to many different women. They go submitting. Oh, that, mean, that means that I'm weak. I'm a weak person. I'm submitting to the, that, that I'm low class. I'm lower than a man. I have to submit to them like a, a slave. And I'm like. No, it's it's just you have to work together and put in here and knowing that since the head of the house is the head of the house, you know, he's he's the one that is um his responsibility is to keep that house together and stable and not fall apart because if, if we go into a lot and um there's there's issues and lose the house you you lose your family and all that um most of the time the the blame gets put on the man because he is you know the head of the house even it's been through the beginning of time through all that so uh do you come in uh, when you talk to your lady friends and all that and you talk about submission submission uh do you get into that little heated debate where well, I'm not weak. I don't need to submit to anybody. Well, I, I mean, I don't necessarily have that discussion with my friends because I pretty much tell them what I think. And so most 
Most people don't yeah. go there with me. But, you know, I mean, I don't see submission as being a doormat. I see submission as honoring my husband. And, the, the well, so here's the thing. I just talked about, like, Patrick, trust me. He's like, okay, I trust you. You run the business. Well, the same is true when you flip that across. Like, I trust Patrick. And so if you're having trust issues, you're going to have a problem submitting. And here's the other thing. I don't want to be a guy because – Dude, y'all, y'all got a lot of pressure, and I just assume not because, frankly, at the end of the day, when you guys screw it up because you didn't do it the way we had suggested, it, that's all on you, dude. <laughs> it's not on me. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's not a day go by that I do not get corrected. <laughs> you should have done this. You need to be more the the head of the household. You know, I'm like, well, um, I've never really been the head of the household, and. Well, and that, see, like my husband and I, like we have, we have big issues. Like I think it was somewhere around year seven of being married. Um, I find like he kept coming to me, asking me if he could go play golf and asking me if he could do this and asking me if he could do that. And I finally got mad at him. And of course in our relationship, you know, I'm, I'm the extrovert, he's the introvert. And he, um, it, it just, it appears if you don't know Patrick and I, it appears that I run our household. That is not at all the truth. But that is how it appears, and it's because I talk more and I'm I'm more in front and he's more behind, and and that's just the way God made our personalities. Like we can't change that, and so, um. But around year seven, he was like, "Hey, can I go play golf today?" And I finally came to the point that I was like, "Dude, you know what you need to do. You know what your responsibilities are. Stop asking me. I'm not your mother." You know, and if you if he were here talking about it, he would talk about how mad he was at me because I was forcing him to step up and be the head of our house. And I just finally quit. Like, I, here, here's the pants. You need to take them back because I'm done wearing them. You know, and, and he was really mad about that because it was a lot easier to just let me do it. So it, for for us, there was this this transition of him learning to step up and be the priest of his home and me learning to keep my mouth shut and let him do it. And so, you know, years into it, like, we totally have that figured out. And we, we both know our roles. Yeah, and it's a process when you when you find that when you're married together so freshly that it's you're gonna have headbutts and sure. you're gonna have issues and uh, me I'm like I said I've never been really a hou- head of household and all that. My wife uh, she pushes me and she goes, "You need to make more decisions. You need to need to to do that. You don't need to." Uh, ask me what we need to do. You don't need to wait for me to say, let's do this. You need to speak up and say, hey, um, you you need to, we need to take care of this. We need to go to church more. You need to be more of the shepherd, you know, to f- push your flock back to church, you know, so to speak. Um, it's been, it's been, um, you know, we've been married two years, so, as, um, She's she's had her issues during um, with her definition of a man, what her definition of man was back then, mm-hmm. to being with me, and it's it's two totally different things. I'm I'm not that not the same person as her ex husband yeah. was, and you know I'm I'm different. I'm more relaxed. I'm more Patrick. You know I'm I'm chill. I'm relaxed. I'm but you know. Becoming more of a head of the household, I'm I'm getting more crabby. <laughs> I'm like, I don't wish that on on my wife to be crabby all the time. So, and it's it's just it's it's just weird uh, to me because 
I, I grew up with a single mom. My mom had all these husbands she, she had. Sorry, mom. I'm airing out your dirty laundry. Um, but they weren't really fa- uh, fatherly role models to me. Mm-hmm. So my, my grandfather and my grandmother were the models, and they were the models of an actual uh, biblical uh, family. Sure. Where... My my grandmother is similar to you. She was, you know, very outspoken, very uh, will tell you what it is. Uh, she was the hard worker. Um, well, she was a she was a homemaker. She wasn't. She didn't. She quit working after she married my grandfather, so she could stay home and nurture the kids and you know do the household duties and all that. But if you look at it, you, you'll think. Your grandmother wears the pants in that house. I'm go no, not really, because she's always asking grandpa what to do or what what we can do or is this the right thing to do and all that. And my grandfather, even though a very tiny, tiny grandfather, he he was still the man of the house and he was still very respected by his wife and very respected from the from the children and the grandchildren. So, uh, I. I I never found that I never really seen that in my life because of all these changes of women during the women's movement where women were like, you know, they're, they're, they're saying that men are not superior or, you know, I'm not saying anybody's superior to anybody. Some people have, some people have the strengths that are lacking uh, other items that the, the quality that a woman can, can put into the family. Um, but I've never really seen it because I've always dealt with my mom and her being single or being, you know, abused by her husband. So, yeah. And you know, a lot of the, a lot of the single mom and, um, you know, going back into history, like all of the men leaving and the women having to, you know, go get, go get jobs to be able to support the family and all that kind of stuff. Like all of that has led up to, the current thought processes because, you know, so like when the men went off to world to, to war, you know, let's just go back to like world war one and world war war two, like that kind of stuff. Like there was an absence of men and they were absent for some time. And some of them were absent permanently because, you know, they were killed in war. And so you've got these women being forced to step into roles that, but way back then they for sure weren't accustomed to stepping into. And so it, it started this thought process of, well, you know, I can do it too. And it, it's fine when you have to do it. It's totally fine because that's what has to be done. But when, but when, you, when you take that and you start disempowering men, and when, when the man does come along and is ready to step into that role and me as a female, I'm unwilling to step out of that lane. That's when things get weird because guys have a lane and girls have a lane. And, you know, if we'll just stick to them, everyone will be happier because that's the way God designed the world. But when you move into this, you know, female empowerment and feminism and all that kind of stuff, basically what's happening is the women are going, you know what, men men are stupid. We don't like men. And they're just mean you know, overbearing pigs that, you know, what, whatever the ugly things that, that women say about men, they're like, we don't need all of that. So we're just going to jump over into the man's lane and we're going to be the man and the woman. That's when it gets weird and it's not cool. Yeah. Um, I've seen that so much in media, you know, media presses down on that a lot. And 
the world likes that for some reason. They, um, uh, you, you won't ever see like a, a new show without someone saying, you know, a new book out from blah, blah, blah. And it says, I'm woman, you're man, I'm superior, you're not. I've seen that in, in a couple of uh, YouTube videos, a couple of uh, interviews. Um, we, we live in a, we live in a really dark world now and, um, and it's really accelerated since the, you know, I'm not going to, the, the, the pandemic from unknown origins, um, it's to a point where it's the, the world is, is corrupting young minds you you see it all the time you start seeing it more and more in our youth cuz they they mimic what they see off of off of uh social media or off of TV music videos um what celebrities do uh how can we teach our children how can we teach our children about the roles and and about submitting and about um the family unit. How can we do that when we're com- competing with the world and the world is huge and we're just our little small family. What, what we need to do is we need to band together us Christians, us, um, us, his children. And we need to find a way that we can use the world's power against itself to show that it's, it's, Men are not this whatever they're portraying men are nowadays. Uh, I hear so many times people are beating down men. Men are pigs. You know, men are, uh, they only want one thing. They'll go out and cheat everywhere, cheat, and men will leave you and leave you with your children. Uh, Don't leave men with, with children because that's all men think about, the appetite. They're misogynistic. They're, they're. Uh, they they use their power against women uh, forcefully. They they keep women from excelling up. I've I've never seen an issue where a woman is denied moving up in a business because of her sex. I've never seen that. I, I I'm not saying it never happened, but I don't think it's as common as people say it is. And uh, because of the way men are being portrayed, uh, the the youth are actually seeing that and saying, you know what, that's right. And then you then you start getting weaker men um, being born, and I'm stepping on toes. Um, you're, you're getting weaker men because they're they're getting beat down by women, like older adult women, like uh, mother figures, saying, you know, your your father left me your father didn't want us your your father's nothing uh i don't need a man um i'm your mother i'm your father um it to me when i when i hear stuff like that when i was a youth it, it was like wow being a man really really bites so that you know there's a couple of different things that that you can look at like i mean i i can think of um, a particular person right now that he grew up with a single mom, dad abandoned, all that kind of stuff, and he is an excellent father. He is 100% the priest of, our, of his home. He is a business owner. He is thriving. Um, he loves Jesus. Like, it, it's all good. 
And, but I can also think of other circumstances where um, a, a child, a boy, has been raised by a single mom and that boy has ended up damaged and not clear on who he is or what he's supposed to do because he's never seen it and he doesn't know how to figure it out. And, you know, you were asking earlier, like, what can we do? Well, frankly, it starts in each individual home. And we might not be able to change the world, but we can definitely change the one. And if we will teach our children, like, this is our role, this is our lane, this is how God made us, this is God's design. And if if we follow those designs, we, again, we might not change the world, but we will definitely change our world and we'll change our reality. And if we can keep our focus off of all of the negative, because like when we start looking at the world and everything that's going on around us, our eyes start getting into just, it, they just start getting onto things that we don't need to be looking at. And our eyes should always be focused on God. And our eyes should always be focused on whatever it is that God is wanting us to do, not be focused on all of the trash that's going on around us. And so... That, that's how we can change it. We can change it by starting at home. We can change it by making sure that our mindset is correct. Like, what what is my role? Am I living in it? Am I being the priest of my home? Am I being the neck that turns the head? Am I submitting to my husband even when I disagree with him? Am I, and, and just because you submit to your husband doesn't ever mean that, you know, I, it's not like I've never went to Patrick and went, Patrick, I disagree with this decision and then told him my viewpoint. But at the end of the day, it's his decision and he gets to make it, and that's not my problem if he chooses a, a negative, de- if he makes a negative decision. I mean, it, I could feel the consequences of his decision, but at the end of the day, I don't have to answer for it. He does, and so like when we know our roles, then we teach our children our roles, and it's just it's just this domino effect. Yeah, and and I I see that uh, I was technical difficulties. <laughs> Please stand by. Okay, um, and a lot of. A lot of it is because of media. You're watching movies where they have a 80-pound woman, skinny, all that, taking down five 300-pound men with with no sweat or anything, um, which you see in these movies nowadays where they overpower a woman, try to produce, try to push a movement, trying to say, you know, this is woman power. Um, you can take down 50 men because you're you're a woman and yeah you know well like like here's the deal so wonder woman with who who's that gal gal pedo i don't know who the current wonder woman what's her name that's some greek lady yeah her love her like i love the wonder woman movie and like when, (laughs) when it first came out i watched it like five times in the theaters don't ask me how many times i've watched it since then i mean i love that movie that movie spoke to me because because she wasn't trying to be what the men were being. She was just trying to be herself. Like she was on this island and she was stuck and her mom wouldn't release her. And she just, she was holding her back from her. And I'm going to call, I'm going to flip to a Christian viewpoint. She was holding, mom was holding her back from her God-given talents, her God-given nature. Like she couldn't be the person that God created her to be until she left the island. So she leaves the island, she goes and does her thing, and she literally changes the world because she was 
who God had created her to be. She became Wonder Woman. She became like when she comes out of the trance and she goes across the field and she's like, you're not going to hold me back. Like that just gives me chills even right now thinking about it because she, Wonder Woman in the movie, had been like, this is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to do. And nobody's going to stop me from doing that. Like for me, that was such a powerful, powerful movie because I flipped it over to a Bible viewpoint of like, I am who God created me to be. And I can't be anything but that. You can, you can push me down, but it's going to keep bubbling up. And every time you push me down, it bubbles back up again. So at the end of the day, I have to be who God called me to be. So I'm, I'm not against, like, I, I just, I love that movie, but I also think it's unrealistic to have every single female in every single movie be the, the, the hero because it's, that's just, again, it's, it's conceptual. (laughs) Like (laughs) women's aren't always the heroes. I mean, generally speaking, men are stronger than women. Now, can you find a woman that is stronger than another man? Yes, because those are the exceptions. But generally speaking, if you got a woman who can lift 120 pounds and a man who can lift 120 pounds at the end of the day, the man will most likely overpower her because it's the way God designed the bodies. It's just what it just is, you know? And so I don't know. I just don't know why we have to fight against what, what God designed. Yeah. And speaking about wonder woman, she did have her, um, you know, she wasn't all, I'm a woman. I'm more powerful than everybody. She was in love with, uh, Christopher Pine's character, Steve, 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 and you know, he's such adorable, <laughs> uh, you know, and she showed emotion. She showed, she had her issue. She wasn't fully full powered the whole time right? when she was fighting the God of war, you know, or whatever right. it was, it was a, a fight, you know, he was overpowering her for a while. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's unrealistic to put a, unless you got superpowers like, wonder woman um there there's like the 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 newest charlie's angels the one with uh christian stewart um, yeah i didn't see that one um it had such bad reviews because it was i the whole thing was i'm better than a man the whole the whole thing i'm better than a man i I can and i can beat a man and i don't have to use my you know my minimum sexual ways and stuff like that because i can beat a man simply by pure strength um, which, um, the Charlie's angels, if you watch the old ones that it was, they, they use, they use their, their minds and their wits and everything else instead of just overpowering guys, you know, men are men, men can be kind of one track sometimes. And I'm, I'm actually don't know where I'm going with that. Hey, let's talk about Wonder Woman just a little bit more. So when you flipped into the second movie, so we were talking about, you know, how like she was her God-given thing, you know, being her God-given person. And when you went into the second movie, I think they called it Wonder Woman 84 or something like that. Um, When you got into that movie, once again, you saw the rawness of her because, you know, Steve, Steve had died. I mean, spoiler alert if you haven't seen him. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, <laughs> but so Steve had you know he had died and then he comes back in this Wonder Woman eighty four one and so she's she's a literally wrestling like she's being a real person so here we are Wonder Woman who has saved the world and she's wrestling with I'm not going to do it again I refuse to give you up like she it, it was real and it didn't matter what her power was like she wanted to give that up for love and so you're watching wonder woman stay in her lane of being a female even though she had been gifted 
the powers to be able to take over the world. But she didn't want to do that because she wanted to be with Steve. She didn't want to give him up again. Yeah, because at the end of the story, it was love. You know, she she loved him enough to wanted to throw away all the sides to to be with him and to you know be together. So I I I've seen it. Uh, spoiler alert! You know. Yeah. About all, but it's been a couple of years since. Yeah, it's been that, a day or two. I'm yeah. going to be inspired to go watch those tonight. But so, but, and you can see in that, and of course, you know, they were not in a biblical relationship, but again, putting that aside and just looking at it conceptually, you know, you see Steve going, you can't do this. You won't be able to live with yourself. And so you can see how she disagreed with him. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to let you go. And he's like, but you have to. So you could see Steve being the head of his household going, this is what has to happen. You have to let me go. And then her wrestling with that, I don't want to. And then eventually, again, stepping into this is who God created me to be. And she goes and she tells the truth because the truth is what set the world free. I mean, again, if you will flip Wonder Woman into a biblical viewpoint, it really is a really powerful movie. Yeah, minus all the uh, non-conceptional, you know, (laughs) minus all the the non-biblical stuff in there. So, yeah, yeah, um, to me, uh, my mom was strong, is a strong woman, you know. You know, she just survived a um, stroke in her head. She's a... Uh, she's a very strong woman. She, but she, when she gets married, it, the, she knows that the man was the the man of the household. And you know, even though the men that she married was not, uh, they were very unsavory. You know, they're. It's just um, she was looking for a man, man. But I guess she got confused what a man, man was over abusive kind of man that. Uh, that what this whole issue with women that are trying to take over, say we could take over the world, we don't need a man, men are abusive and all that. She ended up finding the abusive men because she got the definition wrong yeah. of what a what a strong man is um, versus. Well, and when, when you flip it, it's like, you know, we're talking about women empowerment. Well, when you flip it and you end up with a man that, and I'm going to use the word narcissism, it might not be exactly correct, but... Um, when you end up with a man that's narcissistic, he basically is eliminating the women's role because he's going to take over the world and he's going to outpower everyone and he doesn't need women. So it's it's the exact same concept. And you can look where, you know, when you have a man that's not in his lane and he wants to take over the world, things get out of balance. And when you have a woman that's not in her lane and she wants to take over the world, things are out of balance. So again, if we can come back to the way God created the world, the way he designed us to live as humans together, it, it just works so much more smoother. And to, to a mechanical point of view, you know, if you add too much oil to a, to a, a unit, the pressure will build up and the engine will seize or, or crack ahead. Or if you put too much fuel in a, in a fuel-air mixture in a vehicle, it can cause it to bog down. So... You, uh, for a, a man and woman uh, together has to find that equal not well I'm not saying equal but where where the the right pieces where they fit in um, your strengths and weaknesses should be um, you know polar opposite of the other person's strengths and weaknesses you know um, I'm tall so I could reach all the the high the, the high stuff on there she's shorter she can bend over a little bit more and pick up stuff 
now that we're getting older, the bending over is a little hard for both of us. But, um, you know, it's it, that's what it is. We need we need to forget about taking over the world because right. God has already conquered the world. Right. Uh, what we need to do is we need to bring strength and families back. It's uh, we we've lived too long where a woman has to take over the role of a man a woman or feel she has to right because of picking the wrong people or uh, when her husband you know un- untimely passes away and she sure. doesn't want to be with anybody else but she'll she'll just take over the role of man and woman right but other people are perceived as woman empowerment um but we have to we have to come back to the basics and and what's what's more important is what the bible says what god says what a man and a woman are you know i can go in with all these uh people changing their their um their sex and you know i'm i'm really a woman and a man you know i can go over that which will be another show because i really want to talk over talk about that to me i think it's slapping god um, you know, God does not make mistakes. God makes you who you are. Um, if you if you act a little, you know, a little not not too masculine, you're you're still a man. You're still you're you're still what God wants you to be. Even if you change your sex to a woman, you're still a man. I, I, I'm getting over because I get heated up about that one, but we'll talk about that in another episode. I'm gonna step on toes on there because I'm having some issues with my daughter about that um so being a strong uh one woman of god uh what what do you want to tell our listeners what how what advice can you give our listeners uh men who are in a relationship where the woman practically hates him um have you seen those relationships before where a man is trying to do a manly job but a woman is so much that they they're they're feminists and and a majority of feminists I ever met really hate hate men. They hate men to a core. I don't I don't know why. If you hate men, why are you marrying them or torturing the poor guy? Um, what what advice do you have for for our listeners to um to to get it better to to fix this? Well, I'm I'm not sure I can speak to a feminist who is married to. Um, to a man that is that that well that's in the situation that you asked for. I, I'm not sure I can speak to that um, because they're they're kind of living in a very very different world than me. But um, you know, to I, I don't know. I guess I guess the one thing that I want to say is that we really have got to get back to our biblical roots. And if you don't know what the biblical roots are and have any interest in searching that out. I'm sure that Johnny, you have some kind of way to, for them to connect with you. And, you know, like we can tell you about that, but man, the, the, the Bible has it correct. Like that's the right way to do it. And if we can all as individuals figure out who we are, instead of fighting and trying to become who, who the, the world. And I I mean that like the world that we live in, like instead of trying to be who the world says we should be, and notice I word use the word should, um, it, 
instead of just being who God created us to be? Like, what is that innate thing in you that you are are just like, you can't shut it down. It just keeps coming up over and over, no matter what your gender is, male or female. What is that innate thing in you? And if you can just be the person that God created you to be, a lot of this stuff will work itself out. You know, if you're in a relationship where it's negative on one side or the other, my encouragement to you would be to be the person that God's called you to be and let God deal with the other person the way God wants to deal with them. You know what? I like that. I like that advice. I always like your 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 knowledge, you know. <laughs> Thanks. You know, not only is she smart, she's brilliant. Uh, she's a really good friend. We're almost besties. Uh, right? We're yes. almost besties. Al- almost BFFs. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, you can be a wonder woman. You can be strong. Absolutely. You can be a strong woman. You can be that, but also wonder woman in a tale, she's still loved Yeah. and she still wanted to push everything away to be, um, with her, her man. Yep. And what, what, Steve, Steve. Oh uh, yeah. I see that. Her (laughs) eyes go up. Steve, Steve, Steve. (laughs) That's how Wonder Woman felt about Steve. Steve. <laughs> so, um, but you can you can be as strong like Wolverine. Well, I won't say Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, and as you can tell, I probably woke up an hour ago. Um, you can be strong like uh, Wonder Woman, um, but you can still have that nurturing and still have that that the submitting side to your husband. Um, men, if you're in this relationship where the woman is dominating you, and I can say by experience, because, uh, before I met my soulmate, that, the, the one that God actually made for me, Amanda, you know who you are. Um, I was in a relationship where the woman was overpowering and we butted heads all the time. And it never, it never worked. And it ended up, things happened. Uh, infidelity happened on her end because she couldn't control me. Uh, she was a control person. She liked to beat me down. Uh, she was fem- feminist. Uh, well, she didn't say she was feminist, but you can tell by um, actions. Because your actions speak louder than what you say you are. Um. So it didn't work out. So, man, if you're in this relationship and you feel like it's not, if you're not married and you're in a relationship here and, and it's got strong, if you can't talk to her, just just make sure that this is what God intends you. Pray to God. Ask him for knowledge. Ask him what you can do because um, it's 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 hard. And I had to live with it for five years trying to, um, trying to appease her because, you know, I was, I was, I, I admit I was weak minded. I, I had a very, um, bad social image of myself because of, um, constant beat downs and I, she, she was overpowering. So I, and things happened, things didn't work out because, uh, you have to have a well-oiled, um, well, old unit at the 
at the household to make anything work. So if, if you're just like I said, mechanical wise, if you're not putting in the right amount of items in an engine, it's going to fail. So you wanted to say something? Well, I just, I just wanted to hit on just really fast that, you know, while we're talking about this women empowerment movement, like, don't you even think for like 1.2 seconds that only men um, are the abuser because women can also be the abusers and men can be in domestic violence and that they're the receiver and women or men can be beat down. And I mean, women can be ugly. Unfortunately, if you've got a woman that has turned into, you know, just manipulation and hatred, like she can say some really, really damaging things because men are created with an ego and that's not negative. It's God ordained. Men have an ego. That's why they need to go hunt. They need to conquer. It's the way God designed them. There's, it, It's innate. And women can say really ugly things to destroy a man. And I firmly believe that a woman can make or break a man. Yeah, because in that, in that relationship, I was really broken. I was to a point where I just go to work, come home, play video games all day. You know, I knew something was wrong. I knew this wasn't the right relationship. Number one, she wasn't she wasn't a Christian. That that should have been the first that should have been the huge big red flag. But you know, if you're in this situation, you, you are you do get abused. You get abused mentally, not necessarily physically, unless she is uh, very stronger, uh, very much a powerhouse over you. Um which um it shows that a majority of men are stronger because the bones and the structures and how God made man is, is, you know, the f- f- physiques are, are there. And it shows, and even in scientists, people, uh, that men are stronger than women. Uh, at there, there are, like you said, there are ex- exceptions, you know, there's, there could be frail men. I've seen frail men and I've seen some really strong women that I, I could say, oh, she could actually beat me up. <laughs> but I just, I woke up, well, besides the infidelity, I, I woke up and said, you know what, I want a Christian woman. I want someone that has Christian values. I met my wife. Uh, she's been through um, different uh, reverse kind of what I've been through. Hers was physical abuse. Sure. Uh, mine was mental. And we're both working on it. We're both working on it, but we love each other enough that we we care about each other's feelings and about each other's uh, roles in this life. And she wants to raise me up to be the man I, that I can. She goes, I know you can be that leader, that strong leader that our family needs. And it's 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 been a you know it's it's been a trip, but yeah, I love process. her. I love her more for that because she's. She's not my shadow. She's not the person behind, you know, behind me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's not in front of me either. Right. She might be the breadwinner. But at the end of the day, we talk it over. And what I say, you know, if I'm saying this is not a good idea, I don't um I don't think it's going to come out good. I don't I don't I'm not I don't feel right about this situation. Um I, I might have to pass. She might get mad and huff and puff and all that, but she understands and she respects me. 
Now, I'm not going to tell her she can't go out and do anything. You know, that, that right there is controlling. Right. And that was the one thing I was trying to get away from. I wanted to be a happy Christian family. I don't, I don't want to be controlling. I want to be firm in my speak, but with a velvet hand, so to speak. You know, I I'm, I want to say, you know, I don't think that's right. That's not right. Uh, do you really think this is going to help our house household is this going to be beneficiary is this going to cause an a a kink in our in our system here and i'm trying to do that sometimes i'll because i've been abused so i'll hide back and try to push her in front and she goes no no i'm you you are the head of household you need to make some some and it's always and somehow she always says it about food uh, <laughs> i go what do you want to eat i don't know why do I got to pick anything? Why don't you be a man and you pick something for wife? So I'm like, okay, all right. And, and I said, well, we're going to go to uh, Raising Cane's, not a sponsor. And she goes, I don't want Raising Cane's. I was like, oh, you want me to be head of household? Let me, I want chicken. <laughs> so we ended up going to Chicken Express. <laughs> That's great. So, but again, thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Um, I've been wanting you to be on the show for a while. Yeah. Um, Trudy, you are an inspiration to, uh, when I first heard y'all speak about marriage counseling, um, and covenant life many, uh, three years ago, I think it was three or four years ago when you first came, when you first came to covenant life church and I bumped into Pat and Pat's everybody's friend. Yeah. Yeah. And when you invited me to the media team, and you you've always been the shoulder to cry on because you you know you're you're a good woman and you know y'all make this awesome team and i just i i'm just appreciative of being a good friend of um, family of of god together because we're family here yeah so i just want to say thank you and you know i i do hope um confidence shop reaches more and more profit more and more each each day uh it's a great shop for ladies and starting to get some kind of man attire which is headwear a little bit yeah a little bit hat a little bit of knives yeah a little knives you know if you're from the south you know you gotta have a knife right gotta have a knife yeah you gotta have one of those knives because there's always a time where you need to cut open a box or or a deer so but thank you so much. You want to lead us out with a prayer? Uh, sure. That's what you want me to do. Yes, it, it, I'd be honored. All righty. Father, we just come before you today, and, and God, I just thank you for the plan of family and um, e- everything that that brings to the world, just having help, he- healthy, happy families. And God, I, I'm, I'm genuinely thankful that you made me a woman, <laughs> and I am thankful that you have just really opened up my um, eyes to see who you've created me to be. And I am thankful that I have made a choice to chase after the person that you have made me to be. And Father, I pray for people that are listening to this podcast that have kind of maybe been wondering, like, can I even do that? Um, Father, I pray that they would be encouraged today and that a fire would be lit inside of them, that they would begin to chase the person that you've created them to be rather than the person that they think people want them to be. 
So I just ask for that in your name and keep everyone safe. And again, Father, for Ukraine, uh, your will be done there. And please, please save the, please, please save those who need to be saved. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Again, thank you, Trudy Hankins, for being up here. It's always an honor to talk to you. Um, I want to push out that we have a new origin stories coming up tomorrow with uh, Mr. Praise, a Christian rapper. Uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. I heard a couple of songs. He's um, he's actually got a lot of talent for a young kid, and uh, we'll be able to uh, talk to him more about his life uh, growing up in California and how he moved to the opposite side of the United States. So um, also we have still have our Taco uh, Tuesday testimonials. Um, if you have a testimony you want to share uh, with the listeners, um, please uh, contact me on my Facebook, the Johnny Tacos Podcast, or you can email me at johnnytacospodcast at gmail.com. Again, God bless y'all. Uh, I hope y'all don't have a great, uh, a good day. I hope y'all have a great day. God bless y'all. Bye.